I just want to welcome my colleague from J-Air, David Schulberg. Hi, David. Hi, Graham. Now, David, uh, I, you're on the horns of a dilemma because uh, you've booked a cruise and there's a bit of fine print that maybe you didn't see or you weren't made aware of, and it means you've got the potential to turn up in Dubai where your cruise begins and not be allowed to board. So just take us quickly through the background to that. Well, we've been required to do a PCR test by the cruise company, uh, MSD Cruises, and uh, the consequence only uh, after uh, sending more emails to them is that if we end up with a positive result in this supervised test that had to be arranged through an appointment at the Marriott Hotel in Dubai at a, at a cost of $60 at least per head, if we end up with a positive test result, we won't be allowed to get on board the boat and we'll be left to our own devices as to what, what was going to happen next. Generally, in that situation, they give you a few days to recover and they keep uh, asking for tests and perhaps you can uh, join the cruise at some later point, which depends upon you organising by yourself a flight to uh, another destination. The cruise uh, that we're on ends up at one point being uh, at sea for a long period of time, and I don't think uh, flights would uh, be landing on the boat uh, in, in mid-ocean. No. So it's a 20-day cruise from Dubai to southern Europe, is that right? It takes us along through the Emirates. Uh, we stop at Saudi Arabia for a day and then head to the Red Sea into the Suez Canal, and we will stop until we get to Naples. And then from there we stop again at the port of Rome, and then from there to Barcelona where we hop off the cruise and we take a train to Paris and then another train to London and return via a flight from London. Is the flight part of the cruise deal? Yeah, the whole deal is uh, wrapped up uh, from the time we depart from Melbourne till the time we return to Melbourne a month later. Right, so if, if you can't get on the cruise, does that affect your flight home from London? Well, it affects the whole, uh, the whole business. I don't know yeah. what, what happens next. We, the, the thing we would try and do is get some extended accommodation in, in Dubai, uh, hopefully recover from getting COVID, but who knows what can be the result. We've got a small group of us who are going together. One party's in a real dilemma because they got COVID uh, over a week ago and they're still testing positive for, for COVID. Right. What are they thinking about? Of course, if they uh, go to the flight on the day and they're still testing positive, I think they'll decide that uh, they're going to wrap, wrap this trip up. It's just not going to happen. They are fortunate that they're... Um, they're fairly conservative people and take uh, care in these situations and they have invested in some rather pricey insurance and so you have to spend over $1,000 to get yourself covered for this uh, kind of contingency. Okay. And that's what uh, they've done. So I suppose uh, they would not lose financially so much if they did decide not to go on the cruise after the situation they found themselves in. So have you got insurance on your trip? I've only got uh, insurance through the Commonwealth Bank, which does not uh, cover us for this particular incidence. Ah, did you, were you aware of that at the time or not? Well, we knew that there wasn't coverage, but uh, when we inquire into the technical detail, the fine, fine detail, you, uh, you're actually not on the cruise. We knew that the Commonwealth Bank wouldn't give coverage for a cruise itself, but we're not actually on the cruise yet. We're just waiting to get on the cruise, and they're not even giving you coverage mm. for, for that uh, situation of being in. Yeah, I guess it's a cautionary uh, cautionary tale. We had Carolyn Jasinski, who was on a Cunard trip from Sydney to Perth. I think she 
probably in Perth now, and uh, she just had to provide a photograph of her with the rats test that she'd taken at home, and it needed to have a time and a date on it, and then she had to actually bring the physical rats test with her. Uh, which I thought was a sensible way to go and certainly wouldn't slow procedure uh, when you were trying to board. Uh, are you doing rats tests yourself now, David? Yeah, I've been doing rats tests uh, now. I mean, my my mother actually is in a, in a care facility and they've had a COVID outbreak there and I've been uh, compelled if I go into the into the place to uh, to do a test every single time I, I do that. So yeah. I've been testing quite uh, frequently I had a little uh, episode a couple of weeks ago, which led to a, a cough, and I was I was testing myself then. So I've been testing. Uh, I'm equipped with a lot of uh, rats tests uh, to check myself before uh, anything uh, untoward might perhaps occur. Yeah, I, I think the the potential issue is that the PCR test is probably a more accurate test and uh, you may still have a, a segment of some COVID uh, related illness there that it'll pick up that a rat's test wouldn't so it, it's a bit of a uh, it's a problem because the cruise lines are definitely not in alignment on this as you found when you did a bit of research uh, different cruise lines came back with different responses for the situation didn't they? Yeah, well, I haven't found uh, any cruise anywhere in the world that has got such a draconian measure as has been imposed on its passengers trying to embark as this cruise. So this, this cruise is a bit unique. It's uh, World Europa, which is the, the biggest boat on the, on the ocean. So they're kind of a special case with 7,000 people on the boat. It's like a small village oh, travelling wow. on the sea. Okay. The, uh, it's obviously a situation with this particular vessel that they're potentially at, at the greatest risk of any boat. And if any other vessel, any other cruise you take, even in that area of Dubai, on even one of the other MSC cruisers, does not have a measure that's as okay. severe as this. Right. So that's probably something specific to this boat, given that it's got so many people on board, yeah? Yeah, I would think, and I've uh, posed the, the suggestion to them as I've emailed them many, many times on this issue that uh, this is simply a business decision you've made and you say this is uh, required by local authority uh, health uh, requirements. Well, David, I'm sorry, we're running out of time, but I think we might have to follow this up when... When you get back, hopefully you stay well and uh, you're a fit-looking bloke every time I've observed you. So hopefully you won't have this particular issue, but it is a cautionary tale for our listeners there. If you are going to go on a vessel, maybe the price was a good attraction. If it's a large vessel and 7,000 passengers, as you've said, David, is probably about the biggest thing going around. I think Carolyn was on a vessel for 2,500. There were only 1,200 passengers on board, I think. Some cruise lines are doing that now. They're, they're not rejigging the vessel as such, but they're only taking half the number of passengers to minimise the potential risk. Well, David, look, I can only wish you well. Thanks for bringing it to our attention, and uh, we'll see what we can find in the meanwhile and maybe talk to you when you get back. Yes, I would be happy to share my experiences uh, on return. I hope that this holiday is a holiday and not a nightmare. I hope it is too, David. All the best, mate. Thank you very much. Graham Kemler was speaking there with David Schulberg. We fact-checked MSC World Europa and it carries 6,774 passengers, has 21 decks, is about 1,100 feet or 333 metres long and is currently the world's sixth largest cruise ship and claims to be one of the greenest.